Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Welcome to it. Uh, Thursday night edition of Sports Day, the last one for the week for us. Uh, Batch back next uh, Wednesday night. Hello, Scott Sattler. How are you, Woogie, Jace, and listeners as well? Um, I'm really enjoying the, the Rugby League World Cup, really enjoying the Cricket World Cup as well. I've got to say that the Minnow Nations in the, yeah. in the World Cup of Cricket, really interesting to watch. And, no, it has been, yeah. yeah and, and actually watching that pool that involves the Netherlands and Sri Lanka – and Namibia is probably the most interesting one. Yeah, I um, and watching Ireland teams like Ireland chased down 176 Scotland, yeah. uh, against Scotland last night. So, yeah, that's pretty good. You know what? I'm I've I've seen it a lot. You know, Fox like to replay a game of rugby league every now and then. <laughs> oh, the the Australian numbers, I I just I don't like it. I know. I know we've spoken about this at length, but I, I was like you. I, I watched that first game against Fiji, Fiji and I said, how come? They're two metres out from the try line, and Val Holmes is the dummy half, and then yeah. realised it was Ben Hunt. I don't like. I just. Don't, I'm not whinging. I just. Yeah, no, you are, and you got every right to because I can't. I can't understand it. I know it gets a little bit confusing. Mm. It gets confusing. What's been confusing is the behaviour from some of the Australian cricketers and about global warming and sponsorship and all that sort of stuff. Crash Craddock, the first, the number one cricket journalist in Australia. In uh, the world, I think. Uh, oh, in the world, joining mm-hmm. us this afternoon. Uh, Paul Knight from Aquas Farms. With the la- hey, they, they're breeding some bloody good horses there and they're running around everywhere, these things. We'll chat to him and see what's going on there. Uh, Chris Nelson with the Racing Queensland update. Uh, weather's looking a bit dicey this weekend around the southeast. There's a storm front that stretches from, like, Cairns or Mackay, all the way down to, to mm. through Sydney. It's it's ridiculous how big it is. I don't think I'll be getting away this Saturday at uh, Royal Helensvale. I thought you were going to go on the boat this weekend, no? Well, not in this. Yeah. Not in this. Uh, so I think Royal Helensvale Someone might be a bit of a would, scratching. Anyway. <laughs> oh, mate, I'd end up on an island like Gilligan. And I'd probably be at South Stratty and I can see Runaway Bay, <laughs> but I'm too lazy <laughs> to get across. But that's right. They have a boat that comes around and sells drinks and alcohol and ice cream. So I'll be fine. I'll be sitting over there for a long – as long as I keep putting my pay in my bank, I should be fine. Um, what else did I want to mention to you as well? I, I, I wanted to say something. I, I'm just so happy that I'm over Dharma now. I'm finished Dharma. Oh, Dharma, the, 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 the show on Netflix. series on Netflix about Jeffrey Dharma. It, it's 10 episodes of the most disturbing television I've ever seen. Yeah, it's concerning. It's it's dis, it's disgusting, as you say. <laughs> it's disturbing. I've read three books on Jeffrey Dahmer, and every one of them was as disturbing as the one before. Yeah, uh, thank God I'm fin- I had to finish it, and every time I watched another episode, I just felt sick. Yeah, but I guess that's great television making, isn't it? It, is. it makes you feel something. What hasn't been great, of course, over the last uh, twelve to you know twenty hours is learning the fate of young Leon Hampson, who oh, was horrible. plays for Redcliffe in the Queensland Cup. We'll yeah. get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a moment. Don't forget, too, want a new Barbie this summer? Go to iCanWin.com.au. Win a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown barbecue uh, this summer. This is Sports Day for Space Most Wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back. Australia's Most Wanted. 
the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sport Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Yeah, welcome back to the show. You can rely on your local Repco authorised service centre. You sure can. As you said off the top of the show, sat sad news and confirmation that Redcliffe Dolphins player Liam Hampson, former Tweed Seagulls player, was there for about three Kibra years. Park student on the Gold Coast. Oh, it wasn't PBC. It was Kibra, was Kibra, it? Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, passed away in Spain. Only a young bloke. Um, his mates hadn't seen him for about thirty hours, including AJ Brimson. Um, but yeah, they they found him around noon yesterday. So yeah, this is really sad. Um, from all reports. My nephew's actually really, really good friends with with Liam, and speaking to him this morning, and he's absolutely cut up as many of his friends would be. But yeah. he just said you you wouldn't meet a more positive man. Like every time he's around his playing group, everyone was always happy. Everyone's smiling around him. He's such a a popular member of of uh, any team that he or any group of friends that he was around. Yeah, but they're on the the holiday of a lifetime. He and along with some of the NRL players that he's been very good friends with for a number of years in and around Spain and Portugal and Italy. They've been been everywhere. And um, for more reports, they're at a club nightclub this concert, um, and they got split up the group at about four thirty. Last Liam was seen leaving at around four thirty or in the vicinity. Um, there are reports. They don't know whether he was locked out and then he's tried to. Cl- find a way to get back in and he has fallen from somewhere, anywhere up to about 10 metres, they believe, where he was found. Well, there are some reports that he may have been locked in, whether he's fallen asleep somewhere right? and he's been locked in and tried to climb out. Now, not quite sure at the moment, but it, it has been um, has been judged an, in, uh, an accident, class an accident by the Spanish officials. Um, there'll be still some further investigations. The, you know, the autopsy will will tell tell us everything about about young Liam Hampson and, and, and his passing. So it's it's so sad. Um, but, you know, missing for 30 hours, and as you said, AJ Brimson put out a, a call, uh, like a, an alert on social media saying, has anyone got any any communication with Liam Hampson? It's unlike him to go missing mm. like this. He was found on the grounds of the nightclub after 30 hours. Yeah, geez. So not only did they close for the night, they reopened again, and Liam's still on the grounds, um, deceased. And a staff member found him and, and confirmed uh, to authorities that it was that it was him. So his family, um, who are on the Gold Coast, have left immediately to go over to uh, to Barcelona to, you know, one, speak to the authorities, see if there's any investigation that is needed, but also that painstaking travel of journey of bringing the bringing Liam home yeah. to Australia. Yeah, what a sad, sad story this is. Geez, you worry, you know, I've got, I mean, you've got children who can go to nightclubs and travel and all that by themselves. Now, you, you, as a parent, that that's your greatest fear, isn't it? Mm. That your, your child's having a wonderful time overseas with friends and all of a sudden it ends tragically. Yeah, you, you know, worry about, it, I lose sleep over that well, stuff. They'll be feeling guilty themselves the young men and the group that they're yeah. with. Because, you know, when you go away overseas as friends, you say, listen, no one go yeah. off by themselves. And look after each they'll other. be blaming each other as well yeah. why they allowed him to to be, I suppose, isolated by himself. Yeah, sad story. Uh, our thoughts are with the Hampson family, as you say, from the Gold Coast. Cook Islands defeated a Valiant Wales today, 18-12, scoring two back-to-back tries in the second half to win the game. Uh, this is how they did it. It's Mutsa Takarangi. 
Reese Williams and Masters in the leap. It's Stephen Masters who gets up there and touches it down. Try confirmed. Back to back tries for the Cook Islanders. Is that their first win? That's their, their first, first game. game. Yeah, yeah it so is too. Yeah. Some notable names there. Of course, Stephen Masters and Isan Masters have played in the NRL and uh, Brad Takarangi as well, who was playing in the UK Super League. So. Oh, I love seeing some of the players we haven't heard of for a long time have been in the UK or France, wherever they may be, and they all come together in the World Cup. And uh, It's interesting players that have, haven't have played NRL for a number of years, and they get to a World Cup and they're able to go toe-to-toe with you know, some of the Australian and New Zealand and Pommy players. It's a, it's a great tournament, like we're seeing in the cricket. Yeah, it's amazing. And a hero will pop up from somewhere. Absolutely, Or yeah. a team will, will, will perform better than everyone Remember expected. Remember the 2000. 17, uh, yeah, well, I think it was 2017 World Cup and Adam Dewey, of course, Adam Dewey, uh, he was playing for Lebanon. No one really heard much no, about him, no. but he, he became this superstar that everyone became aware of. Yeah. Uh, the Aussies will take on, uh, we're taking on Scotland at Coventry, 4.30 a.m. on Saturday morning. Mm. The team's been announced. We won't run through. We haven't got time to run through it all, but... Uh, those players who missed out on the first game come in, and we're going to see that Nathan Cleary will play halfback. And with and Munster. as Brandy Alexander said, and I think he hit it on the head last week, two weeks ago. I think by playing Fiji and Scotland won't decide who the halfback should be. It's not a, it's not a real genuine bearing on how good the mm. halfbacks are going against respectfully those sorts of oppositions. Good to see some New South Wales players in this team for a change. It's nice, <laughs> nice to see that. Well, it is. It's a bunch of New South Wales players coming in. At the expense of Queenslanders. It's bloody good, mate. What about Lindsay Collins uh, playing on the bench? His first test match for Australia. His grandfather, Lionel Williamson, is a former kangaroo as well. So proud moment. Radio, yeah, that game, 4.30. Uh, The early hours, depends where you are on Saturday morning. In Coventry, isn't it? Mm, Coventry, yeah. wonder what sort of – who will they be going for? Us or Scotland? Scotland. No, they don't like the Scottish, do they? Well, no. Scottish don't like them. <laughs> no. Mm. Uh, for expert car service, book in your local Repco Authorised Centre. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. One of the greatest cricket journalists to ever live. Mm. Uh, he's joining us now on Sports Day. We refer to him as the first, the number one journalist in world cricket, Crash Craddock, joining us now from the Corey Mail on Sports Day. G'day, Crash. Uh, g'day, Jason. Scott, gosh, I thought you must have had another guest on, mate. I was thinking, I wonder who they've got on. This guy would be worth listening to. <laughs> Jeez, I tell you what, it's been a, a massive week uh, for Australian sport, particularly around sponsorship. We had, the, of course, the Diamonds netball team, the Australian team, players coming out with regards to Gina Reinhart's support of, mm. of that side, mm. not just re- regarding comments by – disgusting comments by her father back in 1984, but the fact that it's a mining company uh, and it goes against their moral beliefs. We've now uh, – Pat Cummins is, is being quite vocal on his thoughts on climate change. Alinta Energy mm. have now decided to withdraw their sponsorship from Cricket Australia and put it into another area. And, and they're saying it's got nothing to do with Pat's – Comments and we, we have to we have to believe that. But this afternoon, um, crash. Adam Zampa has said uh, he supports his skipper Pat Cummins on climate change. He said, "I think there's going to be a collaborative approach between the players and Cricket Australia and sponsors." But that's probably all I can really comment. 
Crash, are we at the stage now where the players are going back to having too much power and really we've got to get the players' approval perhaps to see who sponsors the cricket team moving forward? Yeah, look, it's a great question, Jason, and it's one that uh, I constantly ponder. And uh, you must remember, though, that players have to wear it. They have to they have to uh, wear the sponsors' logos. So it's tacit endorsement of, of everything, isn't it, if you put someone's gear on? And for, for, for decades, I feel that there's been times when clubs have just proceeded with sponsorship deals without worrying who it might offend. So th- there is a, a sweet spot in the middle, and it's very hard to find. It really is. But, you know, how far do you go with sponsorship? I mean... KFC sponsor the Big Bash. You know that's a uh, you know a takeaway food outlet in a country concerned about obesity, selling it to kids. And and you know that's they they're very generous and good sponsors. But you know I've had people ring me up and complain about that. And and I get that. I, I get the whole narrative of having betting companies uh, sponsor a lot of things. And so where does it end? That's the thing because so often, Jason, the companies with the money are the ones with, uh, you know, you can quite often have, the, you know, the, the, the moral challenges. Let's just put it that way. Mm. Now, Crash, with what's been, you know, been portrayed in the media over the last 24 hours, and everyone's got an opinion, 95% of Australian cricket fans and sporting fans think this is absolutely ridiculous, but it's obviously the way of the world now. And the pool of commercial partners and sponsors is so small in Australia when it comes to sponsoring sport. How do they navigate their way through this, Cricket Australia? Well, it's. I think Cricket Australia will be fine because they're a, they're a big sport and a national sport and they'll get through. It's the, it's the smaller sports like netball, who if Gina Reinhardt withdrew her $14 million endorsement of them, who, who fills that breach? Mm. You tell me. And, and netballers I've spoken to have said that you know the team is, is sort of fifty-fifty on it. Like they, they don't they went out in sympathy with the teammate who felt awkward about the comments of Gina Reinhardt's father, and then they never sort of thought it'd be the issue it was. Well, but you know, and and you can't take the stand and then take the money, can you? Really, if, if you're true to yourself, you can't sort of say we don't want your name in our uniforms, but we'll keep the fourteen million. Thanks very much. So. Look, it's very tricky ground. It, it really, really is. And I think this story will get bigger before it gets smaller. Will there be some sports, do you think, Crash, if they take this angle, that they become a poison chalice to some commercial um, partners where they say, listen, we just yeah. need to stay away. Let's go look at a sport where we're not going to get so many negative headlines. Well, let's put it this way, Scott. I understand that there are people at Linter Energy who are really disappointed in the Australian cricket team uh, because they said, gosh, we jumped on board with you and stuck with you after Sandpaper Gate when many sponsors wouldn't. We stuck with you through COVID when many sponsors wouldn't. So, you know, they, they were very loyal to Cricket Australia. So they're having their brand, I'm not saying trashed, I'm saying tarnished and smudged. And, and you can do without that when you put as much into the game as what they have. I kind of feel sorry for the sponsors in this instance. I mean, Gina Reinhart, uh, absolutely, who's given, I think, crashed something like over $300 million towards Australian sport and has never asked for anything in return. And I, I kind of go, geez, I think it's a bit tough. And same with the Linda Energy. I can't see 
I can't see what they've done wrong. So I'm kind of almost taking the no, the, the no. side of the sponsor in in both of these circumstances. Yeah, it, it, it it's a very good point, Jason. It's a very very good point you make, and and I think you know, like as I said in the story today, one one sports princess is another's pariah, isn't it? Yeah. Like uh, swimming, and I I, I covered the uh, I was at the parents get together at, at Noosa when the Australian team was in Tokyo. The swimming parents all got together at a hotel in Noosa and stayed up there for five nights. Gina Reinhart was there for five nights. She mixed, mixed really comfortably with the parents. There was no ego. If you just said, who's Gina Reinhart in here and you didn't know her face, there was nothing that said she was a famous person in that room. She was just mixing and mingling, as likely to talk to the battlers as a really well-known parent. So she, she, and as you said, it's a very good point, Jason. She asked for nothing back. So, but I do think this, I do think this, I think moving forward, I'll be interested to see whether at some stage she comments on and distances herself from her father's remarks. Yeah. I think that'd be, she doesn't have to do that, but I think it would help the situation in the future. Like why she says nothing. It's sort of, I'm not saying it's tacit endorsement of those horrendous marks he made, but it would certainly help if she sort of said, look, those remarks remained by my father and I had nothing to do with them. And I, I love indigenous sport and boom, boom, boom. That's probably all it needs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. That's well well said, Crash. Let's move ahead to the cricket. How good is Saturday going to be? SCG, full house, old foes, the Aussies and the Kiwis doing battle in their first T20 matches of the World Cup. Yeah, Australia's normally got New Zealand's number in big games. It's funny, this big big brother, little brother thing surfaces. And, uh, you know, I, I think it'll surface again if the weather permits. Um, New Zealand can beat pretty much anyone else, but they do struggle against Australia. The big moment for me by a thousand miles is when Trent Bolt, that mesmeric New Zealand left armour, takes the new ball and he said, right, I'm going to swing an in-swinger into Aaron Finch's pads. Three of them in a row he'll get and I'm going to try and get him LBW. Does Finch have the batting technique at the moment to cope with those late swinging pad seeking missiles <laughs> hey crash uh, with all what's been happening over the last 24 hours with the the sponsorship of quick cricket australia it's probably taken a fair bit of the focus away of how poorly they've been playing in the lead up to their first game in the world cup do you, are you concerned about their form mm. leading into the world cup or do you think they're comfortable where they are and they've just been experimenting yeah yeah a bit of both one thing I will say is I'm not sure you want to be too perfect too early, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. you, it's a bit like the kangaroos. You, you, you want you want that feeling that your side is refining itself. Now, there's not too many moving parts in the Australian cricket team. Steve Smith all played minimal role in the tournament, I think. He's been squeezed out by Tim David. And yeah, there'll be little changes. Um, they, they've lost three games relatively narrowly. Uh, including a trial game. I, I like the feel of their team. I do. They're a very, very old team. You know, like, goodness me, I think the baby of the team's Tim David. Is it at 27? Who else have we got that's younger than him? I'll have to think. No, well, I but, can't think uh, of yeah. I remember When they won the World Cup, when they won the World Cup last 
year, incredibly, the youngest player in the team was Pat Cummins. Yeah, that's incredible, yeah. isn't it? Now, um, how will the Cricket Australia, do you think, or how have they reacted to Aaron Finch saying that he thinks the players may be tired when you're leading into a World Cup crash? <laughs> Extraordinary statement, wasn't it? And not just uh, leading into World Cup stats, but this is October, mm. you, you know? It, 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 <laughs> it's, it, it's like saying that a rugby league player is tied in March, you know? Um, but uh, one thing I will say is uh, yeah, that was referring to Glenn Maxwell and some of these players, and they're, they're pretty much citizens of the world these days, and seasons don't really matter. They just go from T20 tournament to another, and... and um, so you never quite know where a guy's head in head is. I know they're worried about Maxwell. They just feel he's gone off the boil. Um, you know, I, I just he had a few reasonable shots at the Gabba the other day, but where's his head? It'd be interesting to see. Uh, Crash, we love chatting to you all the time. As we say, you are the number one cricket journalist on Sports Day uh, and in Australia, uh, mate. We appreciate your time, and thanks again for joining us on Sports Day. No, thanks for having me on, guys. Always enjoy it. Thanks Thank a lot. See you, Seth. See you, Jason. See Bye. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Good news for the Gary Belcher fans. Back next Wednesday here on Sports Day. Right now, though, Queensland is your place to race this year. Uh, Chris Nelson, I'll tell you what. I tell you what, you might be mm-hmm. hosting uh, Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler could become our racing expert. He's just walked in today just rattling off all this Kingston Town stuff. It's incredible. He's, uh, he's been doing his homework, hasn't he? I'm very, yep. very uh, impressed with the homework that he's been doing. Obviously, he's got spring carnival fever. I'm excited this week about all the racing around Queensland. As you know, I love my regional tracks. Um, and it's all yep. I suppose it's all revolving around the, the big race at Mooney Valleys and at the Cox Plate. It's uh, yeah. it's one of the biggest events on the calendar. But where are we racing this weekend in Queensland, Nelso? Sats, we are racing at uh, Mackay tomorrow. Oh. Uh, I don't think that'll have any issues going ahead, that meeting. Uh, we're racing at the Sunshine Coast tomorrow evening. We're racing at Doombin on Saturday, the Gold Coast on Saturday, uh, Toowoomba on Saturday and Townsville on Saturday and the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. They are the TAB meetings, but there's also the Clifton Cup the Gympie Cup, that'd be a good day out. Uh, we're racing at Gladstone, maybe. They've had a lot of rain there. Isisford. Oh, actually, there's a couple of uh, cancellations. I think Isisford and St George have gone by the wayside due right. to the weather. So, and that's what we're going to have to keep our eye on as we uh, get closer to the weekend. Uh, there's a lot more rain due probably from tonight right through to Sunday. Uh, any Queenslanders we should keep an eye out for with the Cox Plate this weekend, mate, or the big races in Melbourne? Yeah. Yeah, there's one in particular on Friday night at Mooney Valley. Being a double header at Mooney Valley, they race there on the Friday night and they race there on the Saturday. Uh, the Manicato Stakes will be run Friday night where we get to see Rothfire go around. So he, of course, won at uh, Mooney Valley a couple of starts ago. He certainly wasn't disgraced last time, but he will go around in the Group 1 Manicato Stakes at uh, Mooney Valley on Friday night. And he's a good chance. He's probably around second favourite behind Paul Laley. As we speak now, when they get to the the far side of the track where there's not a lot of lighting on those twilight races, Nelson, do the horses are some horses scared of the dark? 
I'm not really sure because they never answer that question when I ask them that. Okay. So I, I don't really know if they could only talk. Mm. But uh, I, look, I did speak to a trainer one day and ask if there was a difference, you know, between racing uh, at night time and racing in the daytime with some of the horses. And he did say, yeah, some of them don't like racing at night. They yeah, much, rather, much is, prefer racing during the daytime. Yeah, and I'd probably say yeah. six hours would be the other thing. That'd be the difference, wouldn't it? <laughs> My God. All right, give so, us your yeah, tips. No, I don't know. All right, here we go. Now, I don't know how far we'll get with this meeting at Doom, and with the rain, we're on a soft seven already, and we're supposed to get a lot more. So we'll go with race five, number eight, Fetch, who is racing very well, and she's a mare from the O'Day Hoistead Stable who loves the wet ground. I think she'll be too good for her rivals. And race six, number four, Hatchet, for Rob Heathcote. Good run a couple of weeks ago, first up. Just a little bit easy in the market late. Probably suggested that uh, he might have needed that run. And he's two from two on soft ground. He hasn't seen anything worse as yet. So I'll stick with those two, but uh, it's a bit of a guessing game at this stage. Race five, number eight. Race six, number four for Doombin Saturday. Who's the leading trainer in Queensland at the moment, Nelson? The same one as for the past eight years, Sachs. Do you want me to give you any more clues? Tell me. Well, tell the listeners. His first name is Tony and his second Golan. name is Golan. Yeah. Okay. Is there, is there another question? No, that was it. Is that it? That was it. I just thought there might have been a challenge to him, but he's been quite dominant for quite oh, a while, hasn't Chris he? Waller's, um, he has been last eight years. Chris Waller's uh, got a good stable on the Gold Coast. He's certainly uh, up there, and Rob Heathcote's up there, but Tony Gollan has he's a not, lot of horses. He's not Queensland. And a he's lot a of Kiwi. Women. Who? Waller. Chris Waller. Oh, yeah, well, that's right. He is too. Yeah, he is. He is a Kiwi. I'd hate to break up this. Who's the, who's the leading trainer? <laughs> Leading, yes, that's right. I hate to break up this party, but can we go? <laughs> oh, sorry, it's not about you. It's not about Jason. <laughs> that's sorry, we've got to go. The show. Yeah, thank you. Queensland is racing. The action <laughs> continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Chris, what do they sell more of, pies or sausage rolls at Doombin? <laughs> You'd know. Hot dogs. <laughs> I, deserve, I deserve that. Uh, <laughs> see you, Nelson. <laughs> See you guys. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Time for our fortnightly Aquas update from Aquas Farm. Paul Knight's joining us. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility. G'day, Paul. Good afternoon, gents. How are we? Mate, we're good. It's 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 the grand final season, it feels like, for for the racing industry with the spring carnival well and truly underway. Uh, you've got some uh, wonderful uh, horses and offspring of horses running around. Now, Lean Machine Colt had the fastest time at the Ed, NZB Breeze-Ups. What are they? Yeah, so uh, NZB Breeze-Ups is the New Zealand bloodstock uh, ready-to-run sale, and the Breeze-Up is, is a 200-metre... Uh, where the horses are timed over their final 200 metres and uh, the Lean Man Machine Colt uh, ran uh, 10.06, which was a blistering time for the 200 metres or that last 200 metres, the sectional. Uh, he was uh, the fastest of the two days of trials, which was really good. It was great for his, great for his stallion, his sire, and it's good for the sale as well. Yeah, so nice. It'd be, be very exciting. Now explain to me, Kobayashi, had a double over the weekend. Does that mean two of its offspring ran over the weekend? Is that right? 
Uh, well, they actually Quinella'd. Two of his offspring did, oh, wow. did run, and they Quinella'd, they Quinella'd the race uh, up at the first on Sunday up at the Sunny Coast. Uh, bring me cash uh, one, and uh, Kobe Ladd uh, ran second to him. So it was, it was a good result for Kobe Arshi. Great name. I love the name. Now, of course, the what, big bring one. bring me cash? Yeah. <laughs> good movie too, Usual Suspects. <laughs> now, um, of course, it's all about the Cox Plate this weekend at Mooney Valley, and Law of Indices is racing uh, in the big oh. one. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's an exciting time, and then I'll be, be on the plane Saturday morning down there to watch him, so I'll be very excited. Um, yeah, he's... I mean, this is his third run this campaign. He ran first up. He ran fourth in the Group 1, Sir Rupert Clark at Caulfield. Second up in his last start at the Turak. He was he was he flew home from the tail of the field and then just got beaten in the Group 1 Turak. So third up on Saturday. He's drawn nicely in Barrier 3. He's got John Allen aboard. Uh, John won the race last year on State of Rest. So we've got the we've got the winning jockey or the last winning jockey of the race. A good barrier. Horses in form and that's a should be a really good chance. How does it handle the wet? Oh, I think he, I think being a European horse and that he he'll handle it and that he's had a couple of runs down there under his belt and the tracks are, tracks have been a bit wet so I think he, I think he'll be fine. Alrighty, beauty. Keep an eye out for Law of Indices and the Cox Plate. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Paul, best of luck on, on Saturday, mate, and we'll catch up with you in a couple of weeks. No worries. Thanks, guys. Righty, time for a, uh, a sports update. Watch the T20 Cricket uh, World Cup live on KO Sports. Freak injury to Josh Inglis has ruled him out of the T20 World Cup. Uh, this is what coach Andrew McDonald had to say about his injury. Yeah, an incredibly freak uh, accident to Josh. Unfortunately, um, playing the second hole at New South Wales, a short par three, um, hit a six on, I think it was. And as he made contact with the ground, the, the shaft snapped um, around the grip area and, and cut into his hand. So, um, yeah, it's not looking good for, for Josh. And, you know, we've got a bit of work to do and a, a bit of a problem solved this morning around our backup keeper and also our backup batter. Uh, potentially um, not going to take any part in the World Cup, but uh, that's all to unfold after I finish speaking of you. Now, my main concern is is the short par three, and he used a six iron. Yeah, it's very a, soft. It's a low yeah. low club, isn't it, for a, yeah. a short par three? I was thinking nine, I, eight iron. I go the lowest I will go is eight, depending on the breeze, maybe a seven. Yeah, something tells me he's not a very good golfer. Exactly. Um, but anyway, look, I. I I think Ben McDermott will probably come in and replace him. Is that just a swap like for like? Yep, opens the batting like uh, Josh Inglis does and also is a keeper. So I mean, the argument would be this gives an opportunity to bring in Cam Green, who everyone's screaming from the rooftops to uh, for curse of his form in the lead-up. But yeah, it doesn't answer that backup keeper solution, does it? No, no. Mm. Whereas, I say, Benny McDermott ticks both of those boxes. And you don't think uh, Alex Carey? No. No? No. Specialist keeper. No. no, no Matty Wade's keeper. already in the squad, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. Who yeah. was a keeper? It's Ben McDermott, I'm telling you. Okay. All right, you watch him. So you don't Cameron reckon they'll, they'll use Wade as the backup keeper and No, Cameron he's the Green? starting keeper. How can Wade be the starting oh, keeper Inglis, and course, the backup yeah. keeper? Oh, sorry. Inglis was the backup keeper. Gotcha. <laughs> sorry. Australia kept their hopes of reclaiming the Constellation Cup alive with a dominant 62-47 win over the Kiwis. Sell out of Melbourne uh, last night. Australia uh, will play in the decider at the Gold Coast. That's a big win by Australia against the Kiwis. 
Yeah, they came back strong, didn't like they? 15, 15 goals. That's a big win between two of the powerhouses in, in netball. Can anyone um, can anyone confirm where they wore the sponsorship strip? There was sponsorship all over Origin Energy all over the, the court, court. And, and signage as well. So But did they wear did they wear the mining strip? From Gina Reinhardt. We'll have to find that out. We'll come back to you on that. Don't risk missing all your team's matches. The T20 World Cup on KO Sports. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yes, uh, building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. Uh, geez, hasn't Ronaldo uh, caused some drama walking off into the change room? second time, isn't it? Hang yeah, on, I'm not Man United. This, this is very Phil Gould-like at Origin, isn't it? Mm. Walking off before the game ends. Did he need to go to the toilet? Is that why he left early? Or was he sooking because he didn't get a go? Oh, he's having a sook. And if you think uh, every other sporting code is dramas in this country, imagine the biggest player, one of the two biggest players in the world playing for your, your team and is causing storm outs and is just going off and a half. Brutal. Brutal. And what is a very big But how do they handle it over win? there, Jack? Because if it happened here, yep. I mean, you'd be screamed down from the rooftops. The oh, media would yeah. absolutely smash you. The fans would turn on you. Is, is it different in the EPL? No, I, th- I think I think it's brutal. Like, obviously, English media is a history of just being absolutely ruthless and brutal. But I think uh, Ronaldo is one of those players that is so big that the people that love Ronaldo, they're not going to care. Mm. They're not going to care. They're going to defend no matter what he does. The rest can pillar it. But to be honest, he- he's kind of nearly that big that it doesn't really impact him. But I, you can still have an opinion as a fan, and I think it's a joke. But Who's Ten Hag? Eric Ten Hag. He's the manager. Oh, uh, do we want to hear from him, man? I, I, I was there. I have seen him, yeah, but I didn't speak him after. Is that something that you would normally not want your players leaving before the end of the match? Uh, I will deal with that tomorrow. What? Wally Lewis was our coach in 93 and he left at half time. Yeah, booked his own flight back to the Gold Coast. Because we're getting beaten 36 nil <laughs> From Canberra. From this Canberra. is true. Yeah. Really? We're yeah. waiting for the half time yeah. speech and he already was already in Gone. a cab Off. on his way yeah. to the airport. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that, that's probably, that, that, is a, that, that is next level. But yeah, no, it's interesting, especially on a big day that was important for United. Like that was a significant win for them. Uh, and, and he didn't get play. on the field. No, well, one of the world's best players. And he was dragged the game before too, wasn't he? Yeah. Is yeah. he? What is he? Just he's sucking. He he is a gravitational pull on a force. So United what? haven't been going anywhere. They got a big player. What is that? Something from Big Bang, big bang Theory? Or it yeah. means <laughs> that you can't have a, a style of football that you're trying to introduce as a new manager when you have Ronaldo. Because you have to play Ronaldo. Everything has to go through Ronaldo. Like it, he has a way. You got to revolve. You got to revolve your style, your coaching style around your best player. But that's the thing. I don't think he is their best player. And I think you need you need more than one player to win a game. Hmm. And they found that when they took Ronaldo out, and they had more players in that he liked, that was more dynamic, that was going to suit his style of play. They started winning, and we've seen that. Why are you laughing for? Is it because Jason's asleep? Because Jason's having a nap. At the microphone. Hey, guys, I reckon the crowd at Chelsea and Brighton were asleep, nil all. Uh, Liverpool beat West Ham 1-0. Yeah, it was a busy, it was a, it was a very, very anxious morning for me this morning. Uh, right, you're happy? Yeah, very happy. It was one of those oh, games. I just asked that. Newcastle <laughs> no, beat Everton 1-0. People we don't like know. to hear this. Do we, what, Who people? does Sam Kerr play for? Arsenal. Chelsea. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
But no, it was a very tight game. It was one of those games we scored early, and I thought, yep, we I just, missed about 18 chances. We, I thought we're never going to get want, a we chance don't want this, We mate. don't want a game analysis, Oi, mate. West Ham had a penalty. We, they, it was saved. Oh, Southampton beat Bournemouth 1-0. Yep. Great. Great for Southampton who are towards the relegation zone as well. Beauty. Oh. All right. How can we only have soccer? Biggest oh, game we, in the world. No, ben Simmons. No, I refuse to talk about that yep. jerk on air. Well, he it, got fouled out one minute in the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah. And yeah. he scored four points. Jerk. Well, look, he had a very no, good no, game. No, no, no. I don't want a synopsis on it. How many rebounds? Sorry, it's just a sports show. Do you, get no, some you don't rebounds? want to talk about sport. Do you get some rebounds or not? Yeah, I think so. Didn't I he? saw someone had there, a massive I? bet on him getting X amount of rebounds. Anyway. Make sure you've got the right insurance the storm season. We're finishing the show with that. Suncorp Home Insurance for a quote today. A lesson for you. you you're, you're a very good producer, a bit of a rookie, uh, but we're not having... Can I take that name? No, you can't. Actually, it's been trademarked. Uh, ben Simmons. No, no Ben Simmons. That's a no-go? That's a yep. no-go. He's a jerk. He's banned on this show. And Daniel Ricciardo. No Daniel Ricciardo or, or Nick Kyrgios. None of him either. Right? I'd rather Nick Kyrgios. I'd rather Nick Kyrgios than... Bernard Tomic. Oh, no, Bernard Tomic, no run. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Who's, co- who's coaching him now? Is his girlfriend back coaching? I don't know whether he's... She's a very good coach, and I won't have you say anything. <laughs> what was her name? She, Vanessa. Vanessa the undresser or something. She used to coach him in a bikini. <laughs> Careful what you say. This is Sports Day, the Kia Sportage. It's been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Bye, guys. See ya. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.